Assalamu alaikum guys and welcome to the fifth episode of Polar Opposites where you are joined by myself and my sister Radwa in today's topic where we, where we will be discussing how your physical appearance reflects your beliefs and values. I wanted to start off by bringing the point forward that what you wear should represent first and foremost your religion and secondly perhaps your culture but we will mainly be focusing on Islam and representing that with our own like religious wear. Clothing, I think, in my opinion, is given value with by your behavior behaviors, and if you do not respect the clothing, and if you think if someone thinks clothing is just that, just clothing and material, and just a bunch of fabric on you, mm-hmm. then they will not respect the meaning behind it. And they won't represent it properly, right? You yeah. give meaning to your clothing by the way you behave <clears throat> and in what you believe in. If you don't even give it value or represent it the way it should be represented, hmm. no one's going to give it value otherwise. Like, you can't expect someone... I can't be a hijabi behaving like a club club goer mm-hmm. and then expect some non-Muslim to respect me. Still. Yeah, as an insider, you should be representing it properly, obviously. Yeah. Like, when you wear a hijab or niqab, like as you progress on the hierarchy of iman because it is that does a reflection yeah. of iman um you do have a high responsibility to islam and we can't run away from that you know it's not a bad thing or like a restrictive thing i mean it is restrictive in the sense that you shouldn't be doing certain things but um but it's not restrictive it's, in the, in it's the sense not that it's bad oppressive for you? like it's yeah. I, I mean i don't think i'm missing out on anything because I don't drink alcohol or because I'm not going into random people's cars, you know, and smoking shisha or whatever. And you would probably do that if you didn't wear hijab. Yeah. Right. But, like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are doing that and they're wearing these things. For me, it's like... Hijab are, is like a barrier. Yeah. And, and it does sometimes bring you back. The thing about clothing is that it's still... The, the value of the... Like, the... Not the value, but... But it does. Like, if you don't value hijab, then you won't represent islam properly and no matter how many times like whenever we see debates like hijabis and you know all of those yeah. things everyone picks on the non-hijabis but it's like i would say non-hijabis actually still understand hijab more than hijabis, hijabis do. do yeah especially in this day and age unfortunately and i i can respect that struggle a little bit more because it's like they know that they're not ready to behave the way exactly to. but also that shouldn't be an excuse i'm not excusing them it is farth, you should be doing it, but yeah. at the same time, I respect the fact that you know and agree that, that it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's not just a cloth. It's not just, yeah. It's really just not like that. And the thing is, like, the hijab doesn't change, but your behaviors do. So if it's also goes kind of both ways. That yeah, non hijabis that's, that's why I disagree it. with non hijabis, because it's like they don't want to put it on because they understand it's a big responsibility, but it's also but like won't... hijab does make you feel. Or should make you feel like you need hijab to hijab actually that makes it easier to hold those responsibilities. Yeah. Like the responsibilities it comes with, it also makes it easier to hold, like in a way. Like if you, you know, you can't be. I think it's important for people to basically understand that. It goes both ways. It goes both ways, yeah. That's the first thing. Like, for example, you know, when we're in public, we can suddenly forget that we're wearing hijab. Like, that's happened to me a couple of times. Like, for example, if you see me. <laughs> randomly dancing or like randomly singing and then you always remind me and i'm like oh yeah true even though it's just those types of things it's not like i'm trying to sin it just happens right yeah. but then i'm reminded that look you represent islam 
and you need to be careful in public. Yeah. And I think when I, we give this platform and we kind of just excuse everyone and we're like, oh, you know, everyone sins. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that saying, technically speaking. But it shouldn't be an excuse to... But it is an excuse, that's the thing. And when you give that excuse, you open up the doors to fitna. Yeah. And you open up the doors to improper wearing of hijab. Like, that's why we see sleeping on the hijab. Because we have allowed the representatives of Islam to act like this. So how would the layman act? Yeah. You know, when you have the representation, you've taken on the responsibility. Now you need to carry it through. Yeah. That's and a just, lot of people... Like, and you can't cry about that. Like, there's no... People will cry about those, like, you know, I'm a Muslim. I know, they do cry about it. Like, you know, that doesn't mean... And some people will bring up the same point, um, typical point, where it's like, (laughs) just because I'm not wearing hijab or certain religious clothing doesn't mean I'm lesser than someone who does. You know, there's a lot of hijabis who do worse things than non-hijabis. Yeah, cool, but you cannot find a lot of examples of that. I actually respect non-hijabis a lot more (laughs) these days, honestly. But I still feel like... A lot of people try to deflect expectation when it was always, always, it's always. It's never be there. been that case in the olden days. You, for example, no one Sahaba has never said, "Yeah, how dare you expect me to behave a certain way just because I'm a Sahaba?" Like, like <laughs> you're in that position, you are expected. Same with like, for example, the people we listen to. For example, let's say Naman and Jahan. Like when that story came out about him, I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But people's reactions told you that. It was a serious thing because it's, he's a well-known person. Yeah, but if an average teenage boy did it, it's not. I mean, it's, it's not sh- news. It's, it's not massive news because yeah, he's not, not representing or like talking about Islam on yeah. public platforms and mm-hmm. going around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's no authority that you have over someone to follow the respect, the expectations you have of them, because I feel like this all like kind mean? of this all comes down to having expectations of them behaving a certain yeah. way because they're not written. In the Quran, I mean, it is written in the Quran to behave. It's implied to behave like a proper Muslim, yeah. right? But it doesn't. You know, we as humans don't have our own written rules. Like, oh, this is what I expect from you. It's just a thing. It exists, and mm-hmm. you can't. Um, you wait. Sorry, what I wrote down. Like there are certain things you just can't do when you're in that position. For yeah. example, the one thing that we all struggle with, I think, no matter how how old you are, no matter what stage of hijab you are in, is definitely zina. Especially in this day and age, right? But when you're wearing the hijab or when zina. you're wearing zina, like what you not, say? Not like the explicit kind, but like everything that leads to zina, like yeah. talking to the opposite gender and becoming friends with them, like like the zinas of the eyes and the hands, yeah, and the all of that stuff. Like it's something we all struggle with. I don't think that mm-hmm. struggle will ever stop. Yeah. But when you're in that position, it should remind you that you need to be a bit more careful. You know, you can't be comparing yourself to non-hijabis or... Or anyone in that Non-religious because... people because you are committing a sin. Yeah. And when you're up there, people are looking to you. They're looking up at you. And you actually triple or like... Okay, I don't know the numbers. But mm-hmm. you do increase your sin a lot more because you're representing Islam and you're doing that sin in public with no shame. And that will lead other people to sin. That will lead other people to sin because they're like, hey... If the biggest person that's representing Islam, not biggest, you don't have to be the biggest, but someone if someone who's practicing physically is doing these things, why can't I? Mm. So you make it okay, you're normalizing it. And this is why we see slipping of the hijab. This is why we see, you know, like suddenly we are so surprised by guys, for example, who pretended to be 
basically thirst trapping for Islam, yeah, right? Using Islam. Using Islam. And I've seen this too many times to count on my fingers. <laughs> like, it's so bad. And we're suddenly so surprised that um, that this stuff exists. But it's like we gave them the platform. We gave them the allowance to do these things while representing Islam. And that's what happens when you say everyone sins. And by sins. also, like, devaluing the value of your clothing and just yeah. putting it on the fact that, that it's automatically just a bunch of cloth. Yeah. I'm just doing the fard. Like, no, the fard goes with your behaviors and how you represent it. Mm. Um, there's more than just a material aspect of clothing. There's a deeper meaning and you should always... And you're always representing what you wear. If you're wearing your cultural clothing, you represent your culture. If you're wearing your religious clothing, you represent your religion. Like, Anon isn't going to go do weird non-Christian things while wearing her Anon outfit, you know? I don't know if that's called the outfit. That was a weird way to do it, but, you know, get the point. Um, I did bring this uh, topic up in my old Twitter account. I obviously can't find the original tweet because my... Can't got suspended, but I did find a screenshot of the tweet where I said a person who is dressed more religiously is expected to behave more religiously. And someone underneath that actually linked a like a screenshot of a page of the book and I ended up finding the book. And it's called A Crown of the Believer The Crown of a Believer. And in the preface of the book it actually talks about clothing in general and I think it's very it's a very good point. And I'll just read it out right now, okay. The way we conduct ourselves speaks much of the values we hold. Likewise, the way we dress reflects our cultural cultural heritage, religious beliefs, values, and speaks a language of its own. Religiously dressed person portrays piety and a definitive set of values. Islam is not merely a belief structure, but a complete code of life. Not only does it provide guidelines for every aspect of life, but it further endeavors to reconcile the inner and the outer the mundane and the spiritual and the metaphysical and with the realistic. It is possessed of a harmonious and moderate outlook and emphasizes that whatever is within should be reflected without. Failure to do so tends to lead to either fanaticism or liberalism. And then it goes on to talk about how um, the head attire is like an Islamic, like the dopey and stuff. Anyway, the whole book's on dopies, basically. Um... But I think that sums up very well how, even if you try to deflect it, be like, oh, a Muslim, you it's know. It's just like, since and like, you know, a lot of Muslims, even hijabis on the carpets would admit that if they saw a girl basically dressed like, you know what, you would think that that's what she does. Yeah. Like an OnlyFans account and all that. Like, that's. Just, there it just comes s- with what you wear. Yeah, it's just there are connotations just and you cannot remove them. Yeah, it's not like oh, let me dress like this without the connotation that I represent someone who dresses like that in the majority. Yeah, you know, like oh, I'm just gonna be this cute little girl that wants to do it for fun. Like no, you're either doing it or you're gonna start doing it after wearing that sort of stuff. Like even if it's it not, does it, start innocently in a way, it's not even that. It's not even like if you wanna uh, intend to do it, but the way people will treat you after that treat. will make you. Do go it. towards that way yeah true so um in the reply to that tweet uh someone also said the same person actually said anyone who is prone to committing deeds that devalue and tarnish the character and and reputation of tradition and or religious attire they shouldn't dress in that traditional or religious attire and that is not the same as saying that if you don't like you know people like with that point i feel like people would like come with the point that 
oh you're telling people who don't wear like for example a girl who doesn't wear proper hijab like it's half slipped or take it off you know if you're not wearing this is not the same point because what we're talking about is wearing the hijab and the behavior is not wearing the hijab and the wrong hijab no mm. and even if what sort of hijab you're wearing incorrect or correct you should still be behaving at that level yeah and you'll right? automatically feel like you know from behaving so properly why don't i wear it proper that's just how your mind works yeah um and the second point i wanted to mention is i'm always confused about this point because it's like is the personal struggle more important than the representation of islam mm. i don't really think so because I feel like... Everyone's doing this personal struggle. Like, everyone's going through it. But, like, I understand that it might be hard for us, a lot of girls. But it's like... There's no one that doesn't do it. That doesn't go through the same thing. That's the first point. But it's like, is your personal struggle more important than how you're representing Islam? Mm. That is what you need to think about. Because a lot of girls dismiss that, oh, I wear the improper hijab because I'm struggling. But it's like, that's not more important than what you are representing for the non-Muslims. Now mm. now people who convert, for example, they might think that turban hijab is a hijab, but it's like, it's not. You can call it turban, but you can't call it turban hijab. hijab. Yeah. You know, that's fine. You can call it turban, you can wear it, but don't call it hijab because now you're ruining it for people who want to convert. And you're really just diluting the actual point. Yeah. I don't want to say don't wear the hijab because yeah, like that's, that's a bit extreme that's think, extreme because it still comes down to being but i think flirt. it's important to consider that is it really worth you tarnishing the reputation of islam, of islam for your personal struggle i don't think yeah. so and that brings me to the point that i actually wanted to mention was that people do say that um i just see this a couple of years ago i guess saying don't look at look at islam and not muslims mm. that's not how it works you don't. No, you don't, no, like, like, not gonna open There's the always you. Just be, sorry, stuttering. There's always a cover to everything, and you will always do something by its cover. There's no way. In, in this world that any human goes through without, judging something by its cover, whether it's. A and person like, why or, would they look at Islam when you're doing everything we're the lazy, rest of the world We're lazy people. We're not going to go through a whole process of looking at something so deep and profound and a whole religion. We're lazy people. One, we don't like change. If it's like a big change, yeah. right? Especially to our lifestyle. If we're comfortable, we're comfortable. I don't care what's right or wrong. What I'm in is what I'm in. Yeah. You know? And if, there's a lot of people, the average human beings like that. There's You'll find like the few, you know, obviously converts are converts because they investigate it. But... Not everyone's a convert. Mm. The average human is not a convert. The average human is someone who's living their life that they were born in. And mm. they're not going to be bothered to research and look into all of this deeper stuff unless they're obviously inclined to. But the point is, they're not going to look into Islam. They're going to look at who represents it. And they don't, again, they don't seek out to look for people who represent it. Mm. They just see them. Yeah. Right? And we're already so, like, obviously, globalization. Everyone's everywhere now. So there's Muslim in every country about now. Right? And they all have a duty to represent their religion. They're, um, and these people are the only initial source of information that a non-Muslim has on the religion, mm. right? The way, um, and the way they see them is the way they're going to stick th- stereotypes of the religion or culture onto the religion or culture. And then they're going to also relate it to what the person was looking like. You know, oh, I see, they see three Muslims all have beads, maybe one's wearing a hijab, the other one's wearing a niqab, and then they see how they behave, and they relate it to the religion. 
there's three things going on here your clothing your behavior and the religion right and People you can't say stuff like that lack you can't the emotional maturity to understand mm. how humans actually work yeah That's, and this is yeah. like we're not gonna yeah like we're lazy we're lazy by nature even every person's lazy by human nature and they're not gonna look into the deeper things unless they extremely need to and they're only gonna find the need to look into it if they feel like it's gonna give them some sort of value back mm. right if they're gonna look at a muslim guy with a beard or topi or a jubba or whatever behaving like a rogue man like smoking or dating mm. or you know that's just weird uncomfortable to even picture that a good giant guy in a jubba like dates <laughs> imagine um or like a niqabi or a hijabi hijabis i mean it's common sight unfortunately to see hijabis dating but it shouldn't be mm. um it's an only uncomfortable if you think about it but when you see it it's just like, but yeah, it's like i feel like with with clothing there are certain things you just kind of promise not to do like you don't really say them obviously but like for example there are things you're expected not to fall into like zina or and i don't mean like explicit zina but anything leading to that for example mixed juices or mixed gatherings in general or just your normal friendly banter you can't be doing that type of stuff when you're especially a nikabi or like even like hijabi as well obviously but like a nikabi and if a nikabi is doing that i'm not gonna lie to you like i have the same brain as everyone else it kind of does it normalizes it and it yeah. makes it seem okay even though we know deep down it's not yeah um and obviously your responsibility unfortunately or fortunately i guess does increase the more religious attire you wear mm. and also increases with how much more religious knowledge you gain and how much more religious knowledge you teach yeah and also with how public you are you're automatically yeah. your responsibility for representing islam increases 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 the more you make yourself public the more you wear of the religious stuff and stuff right and it does become a little difficult when it comes to things that are um fart, <laughs> like like the hijab is fard, right? And every girl should wear it. Hmm. And in the sense that, in the case that if, if it was the case that every girl did wear it, all girls do behave differently anyway. Hmm. So it's just a bit difficult in like trying to match your behaviors to something fard. But I feel like if you're going to go to something that's not fard, like niqab, right? In our opinion, there's some people who believe it's fard, which is again difficult. But in my belief, if you're going, if you're a niqabi, then this was your optional. It was your choice, mm. your option, like your actual full choice, right? You still have the choice in the fart, but your actual full choice was in a cup, right? And if you're going to still behave, like so weird, like I've seen so many nikabis, like, it's so embarrassing. Not so many nikabis, I'm not gonna say that, but it's so embarrassing to see like nikabis, especially on Twitter, like, like w- the TL knows that you're nikabis, or at least I know. And there's a bunch of people who know you're a nikabi. Mm. You either have said it before, discussed it a bunch of times, or you have a DP of yourself. As an Nikabi, mm-hmm. right? Especially with the DP, right? You're representing the Nikab. And you're going to swear. I've seen some people swear at me, swear on the, on the TL. Like, full words. Mm-hmm. Not even just, like, the abbreviations of people. Like, oh, F just means frick. Yeah. Like, I understand that. But if you're saying full words, like, F-U-C-K, or even, like, S-H-I-T, or... Any other thing, basically. I feel like those... And the B word, yeah. Like, those three basic pretty big swear words i guess Mm -hmm. and then like no there's like the n-word and then there's the m-word mf um 
And like stuff like that. I haven't really seen um Anikabi say MF. Uh, it's a bit weird. But I've seen him swear the F word. And I saw this one girl like make a whole thread of just F words. Like she was ranting about something and she said the F word like three times in every comment of that thread. And I was like, bro, I don't care if you're pissed at your husband. You could be pissed in a better way than swearing on the TL. And she has a picture of herself in Anikabi. And I was like, bro, no. And I was also talking to this other girl and she was like, Swearing at me, and I was like, I don't know what that means. This is the weird word. I didn't come across it, but I knew it was a swear word. Um, related to the P word, but I was like, what are you saying? It was like an extension of it, I guess. Mm. And yeah, I was like, you shouldn't be saying that not anyway. Like, especially in public. Like, if she said it in the DMs, it's a bit less public. Or mm, yeah. It's a lot less public. But if you're saying that in public, while people know that you're wearing a girl, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, and I feel like that's just like the bad examples of people representing mm-hmm. uh, Islamic clothing. I wanted to bring some good examples as well, which was um, the examples of the sheikhs. I think, I don't know, there was one in New York who got, did he get stabbed or attacked? Was it New York? Mm-hmm. I don't know, recently there was a sheikh who got attacked yeah. and then he forgave his attacker. Yeah. I know that kind of <laughs> that kind oh of pisses you God. off. <laughs> it's rolling my eyes right but now. like you have to look at the bigger picture. Like yeah, they're true. sheikhs of masjids, right? And they're wearing. But see, this is if what you're I looking mean. at their attire and their position, their position of the head of the mosque, and they're wearing topis, um, jubbas, and then they have a beard, and they look Muslim, right? They have, and then they have the public eye once they get attacked in hospital and people are reporting them. There's a lot of pressure, right? And then that is the best opportunity they have to represent Islam. And the thing that they decide to do is forgive them because they want to show the good side of it, even no, though I'm they have the tired. choice I'm not very, to. I know tired. they have the choice not to do it, but the bigger, like what you said, right? What you said, what you said right now, the struggle and the representing Islam, that's what it goes into. But that's even not... though he had the struggle to not forgive them. Like, you wouldn't want to not no. forgive them. Wait, listen. When are we going to charge these people for attacking us? It Why? goes with this, your, your point. No, what was your point? No, yeah, they don't struggle and they're representing Islam. Their bigger picture. You don't get sin for not forgiving. Okay? I know. he's not. It's not about sinning in this case. What? The issue isn't sinning. It's about representing Islam. No, not forgiveness. It's about representing Islam. He has the biggest chance. He's got reporters all around him. People, that's exactly when he should say that we attack those who attack us, not forgive them. With the terrorists going around, terrorist. Yeah, what all of these organizations. Come on, who in the right mind? Who's what an organization? What do you mean, what organizations? ISIS and stuff like that that claim to be Muslim. Too? They're only dead. No, they're not. They're dead. They died twenty eighteen. <laughs> they didn't die. I. They're okay, still they alive. Died off. Anyway, they didn't. They fell off. <laughs> um, ISIS fell off point is no, representing islam point. was a bigger opportunity Mm-mm. they had come on Mm-mm. you can't be Mm-mm. arguing about me with this because Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. <laughs> listen just hear me out we will keep dying if we keep forgiving it's okay, okay. like it's we'll go to jannah <laughs> like it's shaheed death bro 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 Ryan? bro you're killing if me you right get now. murdered you're going to jannah that's <laughs> our ultimate goal is if jannah. my anyway. family forgives my murderer bro. i'm gonna come back to life and kill you all <laughs> If you forgive I probably a murderer, won't. I will kill you. I probably Don't. won't. Anyway, it's not the point. You and us family are smaller than an imam who has a whole world probably looking at him around That's the world. That's exactly why he should be no. charging and going after his... That can happen with small cases. Small? 
Because yeah, this I mean that can still This is the best have... ch- chance for everyone. No, but it's the best chance to represent Islam as well. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, that's the worst chance. How is that the worst chance? <laughs> you can't. When he should have I'm... taken him to court. No, bro. I mean, he could have. He took him to what? Himself to the hospital. Okay. Huh? He should not have. Forgiven. He didn't take him to the hospital. The ambulance dead. Anyway. <laughs> you have to be dead, don't you? <laughs> okay. Um, no, but he mm-hmm. has, he's mm-hmm. got the whole world looking at him, and you think the first thing he's going to do. exactly no. when you no. tell everyone that how superior not. we are. No. <laughs> that is not how you do it. You have the best opportunity to represent Islam, and, and you, invite and you someone, it. and invite someone. <laughs> if you kill their opportunity, to even end, like, come on, we've got all of these bad yeah, connotations okay. of Islam. So you forgive the guy who killed everyone? You are a smaller Zealand? example in New than an imam. What? I'm no, I the wouldn't because he even. massacred people. He didn't attack one person. And that isn't one person's choice to forgive. Hmm? It's the choice of all of the families to forgive or not forgive. Do you get it? Do you get my point? No. The example I mentioned was that one chef got attacked by one person. <laughs> but the you can't bring the New Zealand attack. That was like a massacre of families. So? What do you mean so? You can't massacre one person. You can massacre, yeah, but if you're so influential, okay, that doesn't make sense. But you're gonna anyway, massacre one person. I don't, I don't agree <laughs> with that. That you should just forgive everyone. Obviously, especially when they physically has, attack you. Are you okay? He has the opportunity. Are you Look, okay, I don't care. It's the choice of he, choosing what's the best, best option. Okay. Someone attack no. me and watch him go to jail. I am not forgiving anyone for that. Yeah, because you're a smaller I example than an imam. You don't I'm represent okay. anyone bigger <laughs> like in a bit like you don't represent islam in the bigger sense no. not as much as your imam does come on man no, no, yeah no. You're, anyway you're wrong so i just wanted to say and end this with the fact that you should beautify your clothing with your behaviors not the other way around clothing shouldn't hmm? sorry not sorry that doesn't make sense the other way around but yeah you should beautify your clothing with the way you behave do you get what i'm saying you have good okay. to represent the nikah with okay. the hijab. But the, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and basically, I think we all need to remind ourselves that <clears throat> it's we're not living in like an individualized society. I mean, we are living in an individualized society, but we, we need to be. remember. What? <laughs> Did you say we shouldn't be or we should yeah, be? We shouldn't be. Why? In an individualized society. I mean, I like parts of it. But this part I don't agree with, obviously, where the part is like... I'm actually studying culture and stats, not stats, communication, so... It was pretty cool looking at how... Why are you studying my stats? I mean, communication in computer science. Are you you talking about computer science? (laughs) That's just weird. What do you mean? Why are you learning about culture and computer science? We're learning about culture and communication in computer science. Anyway... Ah. So we were looking at how um, the... That's not for now. No, how the group effort or effort or like how the group influences the whole thing or individuals. I feel like, yeah, people don't do a lot of the things right because they feel like their individual... Oh, it's like only if it's me, but being, no. ...is being uh, entrenched upon, which is understandable, but it's like... That's the thing wrong with the Western societies, I think, because they yeah. believe that my life, my like, choices, I don't my, 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 and no one else is going to get affected. Mm-hmm. And if you get infected, it's not because of me. And it's like, no. Yeah, the society doesn't work like that. And I think coronavirus has shown us that. You can't just, like, contract COVID-19 
and go about your day. You and it only affects you. Yeah, and it yeah. only affects you. It doesn't affect everyone around us, and everyone's teacher example dying. And and you know what? This is the sad thing. Like, there's people still going outside. Yeah. This is how individualized we've become. So, telling people that they're closing. It is what it is, or like no, like just going outside. Like how the audacity! I don't know why we aren't shooting people anymore. Um, um, just wanted to conclude that with that beautification line, and also just a reminder that we do represent a bigger picture, and we are just a smaller, smaller bits of the bigger picture. Obviously, I mean, I want to give a really weird example of a painter using strokes to represent the whole thing but like i guess you you guys get the point you are representing a bigger picture and you shouldn't be um trivializing your impact that you have on outsiders especially and then people inside especially and then you being a role model for people younger than you or at, not at that stage that you are in so um yeah so clothing does 100% represent what you believe and should represent and you should also in turn make that a good representation anyway um that was the ending of our podcast today i hope you enjoyed and assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh